0: Hey y'all, we are back with another episode of Can't Stop Snapping. Uh, this is the episode where we will be diving into thoughts about Nexus events, changes to the collection level tracker and rewards, etc. So it's a, it's a big conversation. Uh, there's um, definitely some strong feelings from, from myself, from the guest host, as well as trying to look at potential positives. And our hope for the future of the game. Before we dive into that, uh, I just wanted to cover one thing. Um, since the recording of the episode, uh, Ben Brode has released a statement on Twitter, on the official Discord, etc. And I just wanted to read that for you and share my thoughts. So, he says, Earlier this week, we shipped the latest release of Marvel Snap to players and, and launched in New Zealand and Australia. With that release came a new monetization feature we wanted to introduce and test, Nexus Events. It's clear that a lot of you are disappointed with Nexus events and we hear you. We missed the mark on this. Internally, we are having discussions around next steps and how we can act on your feedback. We're here for the long run and are focused on creating a great game that is fair and that you'll love. Stay tuned to hear more from us. So I think that was good. I think a lot of people felt like uh, kind of the silence was a little deafening. Uh, even though it had only been a day and a half or so um, since the release of the feature. And so uh, I do appreciate Ben Broad's statement. Obviously, we didn't have that context when we recorded this episode. Uh, but again, we do kind of allude to in our conversation that uh, there's definitely some bad things and things we're not excited about that with the changes that have come. But uh, we do have hope that uh, the developers are listening and that they will make positive changes and that they, obviously they're here for the long haul. So, uh, you know, nothing's set in stone. We're still in beta. The hope is that things will change. But uh, just wanted to share that statement by Ben Brode in case you had not read it. Um, but with with that all being said and with kind of those thoughts shared, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, everybody. We are back with another episode of Can't Stop Snapping. And today's topic is a big one. Uh, As you know, we released an episode a couple of days ago that covered the patch notes. uh, But obviously, as we talked in that episode, we really didn't dive too deep into the changes to progression in the game or Nexus events, which has been a very hot topic in the Discord, on Twitter, etc. So today is the day we are covering these uh, heavy and large topics, giving our thoughts, And once again, I am joined by a great guest host. I am joined by Chalker7. Uh, He has been streaming the game over on Twitch. uh, He's been putting out some great content around Marvel Snap. Uh, Chalker, thank you for being here.
1: Oh, I'm so happy. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm thrilled to be here and talk about this stuff.
0: Yeah, no, we're we're glad to have you on. Just before we dive into the topics I just alluded to, I just want you to have a second to kind of uh, introduce yourself to the listeners. How did you learn about Marvel Snap? And uh, what's been your favorite thing about Marvel Snap as a game?
1: Oh, sure. So um, I've been a longtime fan of collectible card games. I mean, you know, dating back decades to the 90s uh, with Magic the Gathering and everything uh, when I was a kid. Um, but I've been playing Hearthstone pretty seriously for you know about seven years. Um, I actually host another podcast on uh, the duels mode over in uh, Hearthstone. Oops, all duels. People should go check that out if they're interested. Um, but I've been, you know, I've known who Ben Brode and the the crew over at Second Dinner is, and I've been a, you know, longtime fan of Marvel, so I was really looking forward to this, and I was I was really really stoked, and so, yeah, I've been uh, streaming a little bit. I, I should be increasing a little. We'll see how how things turn out as the beta goes on, but um, over the next month or so, I'm I'm hoping to stream, and I've got a, kind of an interesting mode of streaming i try to open cards exclusively on stream and then build a pack uh, build a, a deck right afterwards with the new card and then test it out for a little bit so i'm i'm really focusing on the collecting aspect of it rather than the uh rather than the competitive aspect that some of the other streamers are doing there i'm, I'm looking to have fun and and uh, have a nice chill chill uh time with marvel snap
0: yeah and i think some of the things you just said is is part of the reason we want to have you on because i think you bring a slightly different perspective on certain things than maybe people who are trying to play this uh, or hope to play this exclusively in a competitive manner. So uh, I think we're going to have some interesting conversation here. So diving right in, uh, the first thing we want to talk about is the changes to the collection level tracker and the rewards that are unlocked. Mm -hmm. So previously, as you'll know, um, there were kind of a variety of rewards you can unlock as your collection level increased you'd unlock uh, guaranteed mystery cards, uh, from different pools of cards. You would unlock credits. Uh, you would unlock, um, boosters. And then you would have kind of these mystery rewards, which could be, uh, credits or gold. Um, and so, or you know, variance, that, that's right? how, we, sorry, say that again.
1: Were they variants also variants were one of and, the mystery and also, yeah. At
0: a, at a low rate. Yes, you're right. Um, I believe a 10% rate. Uh, So that was how it was previously working over the last several weeks. So the change comes that at starting at collection level 500, you, uh, instead of getting a guaranteed card, the cards on the track have been replaced with what's called a collector's cash. A collector's cash has a 50% chance of giving you a new card, which this is a new card. uh, You know, I believe you'd start in pool two and then this would go into pool three just based on the collection levels. And then uh, it has a 50% chance of giving you gold credits or boosters. Now, I don't really know how that 50% breaks down into the gold mm-hmm. credits and boosters. It's not clear if that's an even drop for those. Um, but that's you know that, that's what's replaced cards from a collection level uh, 500 to 1,000. Um, now, some things to note is that uh, the gold drops and the credit drops are 50% more. So instead of 50 gold, Uh, you'd be getting 150 gold if you pull that from one of these uh, caches, and you'd be pulling uh, 150 or 300 credits instead of 100 or 200 credits. So that's what a a collector's cash. Now, really quick, uh, once you hit collection level 1,000, instead of the collector's cash, every 12 levels on the collection tracker, you'll be getting a collector's reserve, uh, which has slightly different drop rates. 25% chance of a new card. 25% chance to earn a new cosmetic reward, which notably is a variant or an avatar. Um, and again, they don't really give us the breakdown. Is that an even 12.5% for both? And then as well as more currency than collector's caches. So, um, 200 gold or 200 to 400 credits. So I believe that falls into kind of the other 50% of that drop rate. Um, so obviously that wasn't a lot of me talking, uh, but I just wanted to make sure we're kind of clear of this. So, Interesting thing, uh, you know, the initial thought that a lot of people I think have had um, is that, oh, well, there's more randomness. Now, that is fair, and I think that's a fair complaint, and that maybe doesn't feel great. Uh, But a couple other things to note is that there is a bad luck protection. Uh, We don't fully know how that works, but essentially, um, you know, you may go four or five and not pull a card, and that's every 12 levels in the collection tracker, but then you're kind of guaranteed at some point to pull a card. And everybody will obviously have slightly different pull rates, but they've kind of built it in a way that, um, you know, once everybody gets to level, collection level 1,500, for example, you should have the same amount of cards pulled as everybody else that's at collection 1,500, uh, give or take one card. So they're trying to create minimal variance as far as overall cards. Um, Their hope is that, you know, instead of things being spaced out 96 levels for a card like they were uh, previously once you got to a certain level on the collection tracker level 1500 that this will feel better because uh, once you pass collection level 1500 based on all the metrics they've told us and how they've explained it you're actually going to be getting cards at a rate that's twice as fast so again that was a lot of me talking so let's dive into our thoughts um Chalker, i just want to throw it over to you you know, what has been your initial reception of this? What are your thoughts on the community's reception that you and me have both been looking at? Uh, what are your overall kind of intro thoughts to this change?
1: Well, obviously I'm I'm stoked that we're getting cards and rewards faster, right? Like that's really good. Um, no one likes opening boosters and no one liked getting 50 gold off of the mystery box. That, that was not a fun experience for anyone. Um, I personally just wish that they had the cards uh labeled separately on the collector's track just so that I would know when I'm opening a card but that's purely for selfish reasons on my own uh content creation uh strategy uh but I I do like the like sort of surprising randomness but I, I I don't know this this feels like they're giving away more stuff I'm concerned about the people at the top level but I don't think that we talk enough about the people that are just starting out and the you know right now it's only available in a handful of countries how does this feel to the really low-end uh players who are just going to get started out and does it feel like they are advancing enough right now we're in this beta zone right where all of the people who first got the first invites and all the people that I'm sure are listening to this podcast even, or the people that are engaged with Marvel Snap in the discourse right now are very serious players, right? Everyone cares a lot and they know a lot about card games. There's no reason that we would be in on this beta. They aren't advertising this. They aren't reaching out to a larger group. So I feel bad, but I think that a lot of the discourse is centered around these really high level collection uh, players. I know that there's there's a specific uh, situation, I, I don't want to put anyone on blast or anything, but... Where some people are upset about having already maxed out the collection track and are uh are frustrated that they aren't getting money back from that or that they 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 feel like they've wasted money because they are beyond this level and I, i guess like my take on that is you know this is a beta things are changing and um just give some grace to the uh developers and then also slow down i think that they've made it way too easy to spend too much money too quickly on this and that there's a mentality right now within card gaming community that you know you need to get the biggest collection as fast as possible um and I think think about like in Hearthstone or in Magic, like the, the, the big fun is the new set comes out and you tear open all your packs and you sit there and you, you know, I remember being a kid and getting like five packs and, and being so excited at my birthday or whatever, or getting a box, a case at Christmas and being mm-hmm. super, super stoked and tearing the whole thing up. And like that, that's obviously an enjoyable thing for people to see getting new cars and going as fast as possible and getting their biggest collection. But obviously, this game is different in that they just don't have the cards out there, right? So if you sit there and race and race and race and race to get to the end, you're going to get there. You you can throw enough money out and you can finally end up at the end. And once you're at the end, there's no more track, right? There's no more cards to collect. So, I mean, I, I, I never want to be someone out here saying, this is how you should be having fun. Because that's like the biggest scold, not, not the coolest thing to do. But I do want to encourage people to think about this game in a very different mentality than other collectible card games just because they completely eliminated the pack uh, the pack technique right? the pack pack mechanism. And so if we think about it in a slightly different way um, and uh, aren't just looking for new cards, I think this change is great, right, because you get all sorts of other cool things, you get more uh, other resources, I don't know if it's a good thing for people to be trying to accelerate their collections, though. I, I think that the most of the complaints that I see online are people saying that the top-end experience feels bad. And that may be true, but I think that that also comes from sample selection. Um, I wonder how more casual players that are just you know doing a couple matches on their phone every now and then, I wonder how they feel about this and if this is going to be a successful game based off of that. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Is that a too, too, too much? No, I, a I,
0: I think you point out a lot of great things, you know, um, I think it's hard. Like you say, I mean, you know, you and me obviously creating content around uh, the game. We're passionate. We've been playing it a lot, right? Um, there's probably people that have got into the beta that are playing less than us, but like everybody to some level is invested, right. And is wanting to try this out. Um, so, so I totally hear you there. And I think, um. A part of this is obviously they're, they say they're looking at data now. Obviously, we don't know what the data is uh, uh, or how they're interpreting the data or what how they're making decisions based off the data they're looking at, right? And some of that is qualitative. You know, I'm sure they're looking at numbers and actual engagement in the game, but obviously, a lot of it's uh, um, I think I said qualitative. I meant quantitative, and then some of it is qualitative, right? Where obviously the feedback people are sending in surveys, they're sending in the Discord, they're sending on Twitter etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, there, there's a lot of things here. Now, with this change specific, um, I think, unfortunately, I mean, we're going to dive into some other topics today that I think are more concerning to me. And uh, I have stronger feelings about. So I think in some ways, those have overshadowed this change. Because, uh, you know, looking at the math here, and looking at the explanation, things will progress faster overall for people once they get to a higher level. So It sounds like this in some ways. Now, you know, there may still be the complaint about the, you know, hey, I want to know when I'm getting a card, like you say, right? But like overall, it sounds like you're going to get cards faster at a certain point than you would have before. So you could say that's positive. Um, As far as the changes, so so I think there's some good in here. Um, For me personally, right, like, I, I mean, I'm okay getting some avatars, but like, I don't want that to be all the time, right? Uh, so the avatars I'm less excited about as that being an unlockable. And then I'm also, uh, you know, less excited about uh, kind of more boosters. Um, I think that's a piece. There's, there's yeah, been I don't a care lot about of
1: boosters. I don't yeah. care about boosters at all. They're the least interesting thing in the entire game. to me. Yeah. I love the collectors track. I love that. They're trying a new thing for the whole progression system. Boosters. I, I, I this might go back to what I was saying earlier about they might be valuable to, to, you know, less advanced players um, or to younger players or people that don't have as much time. But I, I genuinely wish the booster system would go from the entire game. Yeah. That's that, that a true wish. Of mine.
0: And and a lot of people feel similarly. And I think that's a feedback they've been getting, not just in the last since the patch dropped, right? That's been uh, since the beginning of the game, there's been, and, you know, they've expressed, they're looking at it. Obviously we can't read their minds. We don't know if or when a change will come, but at least for me, my thought is how it currently stands is, you know, I can earn, I can earn boosters by playing, right? I just need to play matches and I can even wait to upgrade my cards so that, cause if your cards are at common or uncommon level, you have a higher chance of pulling boosters for that card. Yeah. So like I can, I can strategize and I've done that, right? It's like, I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to upgrade Dr. Doom, right? So I'm going to leave him at a low level until I have 155 boosters. And then I can know I can uh, upgrade him all the way until I can split him. And then I can do it again. Right. Theoretically. Um, so just giving kind of that random percentage drop of gaining more boosters, and because the like, if they were wild boosters, right, and they could be used for any card, that's one thing. But when it's like any random card in your collection, right, so then it's like if you have a hundred cards, it's like one percent chance you're gonna get it for the card you want. Uh, it just feels bad, right? So that's that's kind of my complaint here. Um, I'd love to see maybe even lower percentage pulls for the uh, avatars, and then obviously pull the boosters out. Mm-hmm. But overall. I think this has the potential to be more positive and to feel better uh, in the later levels. Like they've said, I'm personally not to level 1500. I'm mm-hmm. in, I'm close to 1100 in the collection mm-hmm. track. Uh, I haven't spent any money on the game personally, except for the season passes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I'm just kind of waiting to see uh, where, um, you know, once I get there, right. And right. if, But it's also hard because I didn't experience it before. Right. Sure. I I, I won't I won't personally have the contrast that some people maybe that are like 1600 1700 Mm -hmm. will have to compare. Um, But theoretically, you know, in theory, understanding the changes, I think it sounds positive.
1: Yeah. I'd love to see a distribution of collection levels right now. Like what percentage of players are at where and how long it took. I'm sure they have that data and obviously it's all proprietary, but it'd be very interesting to see if like, are there a hundred people over collection level 1,500? How many people are over collection level 2,000? Can't be very many, right? But yeah, uh, <laughs> what's the what, what does that look like? And, and i didn't want to come off as sounding negative and, and, and you're right it is in a more positive direction the thing that i love about this game in general is that it's so innovative it's a totally different thing right they're they're trying something totally new and a lot of stuff isn't working but a lot of stuff is and the fact that they're willing to sit here and poke at the collection level so much so fast and the, the i mean the collection track so much so fast that, that that's reason for optimism same, same thing with the balance right they've they've been changing balance way faster than i thought they would um, uh, 100 so yeah I, I, I gotta applaud them for taking on that risk and taking on that challenge and, and trying something new so so good on you guys for doing that
0: yes 100 percent agree well let's uh let's change gears here um and i definitely have some stronger feelings here and um we'll kind of see what your thoughts my thoughts are here but uh that is nexus events Um, Nexus events uh, launched with this patch on July 19th, or uh, yeah, July 19th. And um, we've known through whisperings from the developers and kind of comments here or there uh, in videos, et cetera, that there's this thing called Nexus events coming. So it's something we've all been anticipating, those of us that have been following the game, testing the game, et cetera. Um, I think first off, the word, the choice of the word events made us all think it would be an event similar to uh, you know, Magic the Gathering uh, Arena or to Legends of Runeterra or Hearthstone, right? Where sometimes there's these events where you can pay in-game currency to, you know, maybe it's you play seven matches and it's, or you play until you either get seven wins or two losses and based on how far you get, uh, you get a certain reward, right? There, there's a lot of variations of how card games have done kind of events or these kind of other game modes. I think at least I, and I know several others, kind of were under the impression we were going to see something like that uh, based on the title and kind of the vagueness of it. Also, the developers spoke uh, multiple times about how they felt Nexus events were a way, you know, they said there were changes coming with Nexus events and other things to be able to progress faster, unlock cards faster. Now, we just talked about uh, changes to the collection level tracker, which I think does do that, what they said. But it still kind of feels disheartening with this Nexus events as we're going to dive in that I was under the impression that this would be another way a fun game mode or kind of some kind of event I could play into to uh, unlock new cards, right?
1: Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, single player, maybe. Uh, or, like, a, in Hearthstone, there's this thing called Heroic Brawliseum, where it's similar to the Magic of the Gathering. You, you you go further, you get seven wins or two losses. You know, you get three losses or 12 wins. And the more wins you get, the more rewards you got. That, that, that's totally what I thought it was going
0: to be. Yeah. So what it turns out Nexus events are, are uh, limited time loot boxes, right? Um, for a limited time... You can pull loot boxes that have a certain theme. Uh, Currently, it is uh, the Mighty Thor or Jane Foster themed, uh, given that we're kind of in the Thor month with the Thor season pass. Um, But essentially, you can um, open up a Nexus box um, 200 times and uh, to open one costs 180 gold. Now, obviously, we know gold is a currency you can get through playing the game, but you definitely can't get free gold through the game enough to uh, open this uh, event 200 times. And our, what we know as of right now is that this this event, they're going to do this potentially twice every month. Um, so right there, I mean, the math really isn't adding up as far as this being very free-to-play friendly. Uh, you're $900 gonna
1: have- a month nine hundred dollars a month sorry yeah I just had to, i just had to emphasize that
0: yeah um yeah if you want to open the 200 times now 200 times guarantees you're going to pull everything but let's talk about what you unlock you if you did 200 pulls you would unlock two cards uh the mighty thor jane foster which is a new card which currently can only be obtained through this mode and won't be obtainable on the normal collection level track for about two months. Trying to emphasize uh, this so you can kind of understand how unfriendly this is. The other card you can unlock is destroyer, which is already in collection level three and is already obtainable, but this is obviously a quote unquote, more directed way to unlock him. If you pay $900, Um, I personally have already unlocked destroyer. So I guess that increases my odds of getting Jane Foster, but Okay, so one of those, and then I should say there's another variant for Jane Foster and another variant for Destroyer. Each of those has a base probability of 1.5%. Every 50 opens, you're guaranteed to get at least one of those, and you are guaranteed to get the base cards before the variants. So theoretically, for me, person in my situation, I could unlock if I open 50 of these, which is still, you know, if I'm if I'm paying money for this, is you know, I don't I want to say like 100 and uh, probably around $100 to $125, I would get Jane Foster, the Mighty Thor, guaranteed. Um, so I'm paying hundred over $100 for one card. Other than that, uh, you get various other variant cards and variant avatars for other characters, such as Star-Lord, Drax, Rocket Raccoon, Mantis, Groot, uh, um, uh, Jane Foster, the avatar for her and for Destroyer, etc. And then mystery variants so those are like just other variants for any cards you own so all of those have a base probability of 9.5% and those are guaranteed at 10 opens so I regrettably now opened 10 of these I had gold and I said uh, I'm going to do 10 pulls and I got I did get you know a bunch of credits and unfortunately I got lots of boosters for cards that I don't play with and then I got a avatar for the destroyer and I, let me tell you, it felt pretty bad. <laughs> um, I had been saving my gold for a while, not spending it, thinking, okay, that, you know, I'm going to need this to play into some game mode, Nexus events, got to save this up. And what I walked away with was some credits, which, you know, okay, I use that to advance a couple of levels on the collection track, uh, but I got some boosters I'm probably not going to use, and I got an avatar I'm probably not going to use. Um And then beyond the probability of all those things I've just stated, the common base probability is 89% uh, split between credits of different levels, 200, 300, 400, and then mystery boosters of 20, 30, or 40. Again, that's at any random card in your collection. You have no way of targeting that. And those are the highest probability things. Um, What, yeah, I've kind of uh, maybe emphasized some of my frustrations as I've been just kind of explaining some of the probabilities here uh but chakra what are your initial thoughts concerns feelings i of? i
1: i forgot to ask before uh starting this podcast uh, are we allowed to swear on this thing
0: uh no i yeah i don't have any <laughs> explicit uh rating so we got to keep got to keep language to minimal to uh to keep that uh okay. but well
1: i asked that i understand why you're asking <laughs> because I, I, you know, I was really excited about this, and uh, I, I, I'm happy to give the devs money that they're working on stuff, um, but this has been, Nexus Events have been the single worst video game experience I have ever had in my entire life. I, I did the same thing as you. I, I, I bought the 10 Nexus Events opens, and I was like, wait a second, is this the whole thing? And then I bought one more just to check, like I just bought an individual one. So I, I did 11 openings. I spent uh, what 1980 gold, just under 2,000 gold on the whole thing. And um, I got a single groot avatar, and the fact that it happened so fast was the most shocking thing I've ever seen. Um, it was, you know, I spent 20 dollars, and then it, the whole experience was done within 45 seconds. I, 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 was, I was stunned how fast that you went through the little openings. And it's like, this is the fastest $20 for a cosmetic thing that really doesn't, it, it felt like there was literally no value to me whatsoever. And I was thinking about this last night as I was you know, planning for the, the podcast. And I was like, listen, just saying to myself, you, know, you go to Las Vegas and you see the slot machine pit. And the if you go to the slot pits, the one, two, and five dollar slots are in the high stakes zone. They're, you know, the 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 ones that most people can play and you know you roll the dice on are like five to twenty five cents a pull. These would be considered high stakes in Las Vegas or any other casino, and the return is like very fast and i, I don't want to push back and say like you know you're, you're spending 100 150 for a card because that's literally what you're getting but you're also getting other stuff depends on how much you value the other things on the way right do you value the variants and i do i think the art is amazing i've personally paid for two variants um, and i think that that's really cool but i don't think it's worth twenty dollars of money to put in to get like an avatar, this whole system, this Nexus event, has turned me off on the thing. Literally yesterday afternoon while I was driving around a little bit, I was thinking that, like, have I invested too much time into this game? Should I really continue doing the the content creation? Is this game going to succeed? It, It makes me scared that if they're fully committed to this, that it might not make the distance because the reaction has been so vociferously negative and so... I, I I haven't seen something quite like this before other than like maybe Diablo Immortal and like Cyberpunk 2077, right? Like it's, this is so much pushback and you know the devs are hearing it, right? Like in the discords and in the reddits and in the twitters, that's all anyone is talking about is how much of a disaster these Nexus events are. And I, I, I got to agree, they, 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 they just don't feel fun. They absolutely feel like a cash grab and um it needs to be tied into something i I compare it to like you know they i think they heard on the the reward track where they sent out those 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 surveys recently right asking like you know was this did this feel meaningful or impactful were you having fun with this and i think they clearly heard that and they probably said okay upgrading your card um in the collection manager doesn't feel meaningful enough let's add a bunch of animations and stuff on it right and like now the new ones are pretty cool that came out in the patch yesterday um or two days ago whatever it was and that's a neat thing but that feels so much more monumental than opening up a two dollar nexus event roll, right like they Mm -hmm. need to put some packaging around this it was the biggest letdown pushing that button and then just seeing like an avatar push it again see 200 credits or whatever and you go through the whole thing so fast like Even if it was tied into like you have to go fight a pre-made destroyer deck against an AI and then you get your random thing, then you at least feel like you're doing something to get to that point and you feel like you paid an entry to participate. Right now, it doesn't feel like an event. It feels like a slot machine and it feels like a slot machine that goes really fast and doesn't show any animations or any cool stuff at the same time. Like I, I'm so, and a thing that I've noticed several other creators talking about with the Nexus events is that they're not going to spend money on the game anymore. And I'm in the same bucket, right? Like I, I'm not going to continue spending money on this game until they fix this, right? I've already spent, uh, I, I did buy the hundred dollar gold pack, and then I, I bought the two, uh, the two season passes. So I've spent like hundred and twenty dollars or something like that on it, and. I, uh, I'm, I'm just not going to anymore because this, this is a mess. This, this, this needs to be fixed. And, uh, the devs hear it. I'm certain of that. And I, I hope that they can get past this, um, and that they can, they can fix it. Uh, but they, this cannot be the way that this game works. Uh, this is very, 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 very concerning for the long-term health and safety of the game. Yeah. And those are my, those are my thoughts on it.
0: <laughs> no, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I think that uh, they're feeling, they're feeling the pushback. Uh, I hope they're seeing the decline in money being spent. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, obviously we have no idea. I mean, people could still be spending tons of money on this. Right. But everybody I know that, uh, you know, I've been chatting with various creators, followers, of the podcast over the last couple of days and all of them, it sounds like either didn't do it at all or they did it kind of same thing as you and me. Right. They did uh, some polls, kind of right when the event launched and then they're saying oh i'm not spending any more money and i'm not doing any more polls right uh so it's like probably a big spike everybody did it right there at the beginning and now nobody wants to do it again right um i'm hoping that's what the data shows i'm hoping they're you know really feeling the pushback and and feel motivated to make a change now you know trying to see silver lining in this you know we've already talked seems like they're really invested in balancing cards so, I mean, we've had two uh, two weeks ago, we had a patch. We had a patch this week, right? And in both patches, they made, you know, meaningful changes and updates to cards. And uh, it seems like that pattern will continue, right? So they're invested in the gameplay, which I think is a good sign. Um, you know, we've already talked about how there maybe is some silver lining and some positives with the change to the collection level tracker. And uh, yes, there's still maybe some complaints about the randomness, etc. Uh, I don't think there's no value. You know, there's I don't think there's, no validity to those, but I do think there is some positive, right? Uh, I think it will speed up the progression for people that are in uh, at certain points in the collection level. Um, so it's not, I, I'm trying not to feel too all doom and gloom, and I'm not saying you are either. I think, you know, after kind of Wednesday night, I was feeling pretty doom and gloom, right? I was kind of like you. It was like, wow, I, I created a podcast about this game, and uh, I've been talking to all my friends about the game, and I've been talking to all these great creators about the game, right? Right. And it kind of felt a little bit like, man, this this kind of stinks, right? Like, I, I've invested all this time and effort into trying to do something about something I'm passionate about, Marvel, card games, et cetera. And it kind of felt like a letdown. So I, I do feel like, uh, you know, we can't really know. Uh, it's too early to say, like, okay, the game's dead, right? I mean, some people have been saying that, like, okay, this is a, I mean, my hope is that in the next two to four weeks, we see some changes, right? And we see a pullback of this. We see a restructuring of this. Uh, I'd love to just talk a minute with you um, about your ideas of how they could take okay, take the Nexus events, gut them, and make them into uh, you know a more playable mode. And, and I'll kind of share my thought first. I would love to see something kind of like you talked about with Magic, right? Where maybe you pay 100 gold, 200 gold to enter, and uh, you're going to be playing against decks that use the cards you're going to unlock, right? Uh, Jane Foster, the mighty Thor, and maybe she's combined with Thor and Destroyer. And maybe you're playing against a couple different decks. And maybe it's if, okay, if you win one match, you get some credits, right? And if you win two matches, you get credits, but you also get an avatar, right? And I don't know exactly how this will work, but eventually, like maybe if you make it all the way to seven wins with no losses, for example, you'd get all the things on the little collection tracker. Or maybe it's just, you know, you get the one high reward, which is unlocking one of the cards at the end or a variant or something, right? Uh, so it feels more meaningful to actually play. Like you're saying, there's an, there's an experience. It's not just 45 seconds, but also that, uh, you have a little more control, right? I mean, you're not guaranteed to win those matches, right? You need to strategize. You need to build a deck that you feel like you're going to be successful against these cards, which I think is great. It's super fun, right? Uh, but you have a little more control of, okay, I didn't do it the first time I lost, you know, at at game four, but I'm going to restructure my deck and I'm going to try it again. So then you feel good about spending another 200 gold right because uh you get more of the experience and it feels less like okay i'm just like kind of throwing my gold down the drain right and hoping for the best crossing my fingers so i don't know do you have any other ideas that are like uh maybe completely different direction you'd like to see them go with totally something like this
1: yeah absolutely so like you're saying it's about the experience right so it, it's what we put the value in right now you know let's say 2000 i will not 2000 gold 1800 gold which is just less than 20 bucks or whatever whatever the math works out. say you're giving 20 bucks to the devs to open up 10 of these things and they're saying that the 20 dollars is worth just cards or just variants or just boosters all of those things are the value but what i think we're saying is that what we really need is an experience we really need to be doing something else because if we don't think that the cards provide value you can offload that value onto something else be it a story be it a gameplay mode be it a challenge whatever it is some sort of thing that you do to get to that point will add value to the cards because right now or or the cards or the variants or the avatars, or whatever they're giving you right and i think that like you said like uh go to seven and you play against pre-made decks that'd be cool it could be something you know they, they have this is a comic book world right that uh or movie world right it's it's a it's a fictional world with lots of stories you could have some sort of animated story that you go through right like through mm-hmm. building decks and similar to the hearthstone uh, uh book of heroes mode right where like you would Have comics basically, and you would go through a narrative experience over the course of time, and it would be like you were buying the comic book almost. In addition, you would get little rewards of cards, or variants, or art, or whatever it is, as a random bonus on top of it. But if you look at it as I'm paying for this experience rather than I'm paying for randomly being able to get something that may or may not have value to me and will be a letdown if I don't get the only thing that I'm interested in this is this is actually the biggest problem with the way they did the nexus events is they push it out and advertise it as a way to get cards um but the way you get cards is by investing just boatloads of cash and Mm -hmm. it, it, it it's not realistic for most people to do it in that way so it feels like false advertising um i know i know zeddy um a big hearthstone streamer posted a video about it this exact thing like hey you guys came out on your banner ads with like two pictures of cards and two pictures of variants Uh, but that's not what you actually get from nexus events unless you spend tremendous amounts of money. So they're, they, as the devs are putting value, they're assuming the value of these events is the item you receive, um, but they're not making that a realistic possibility. It's deceptive advertising. And in order to make the, uh, players feel better about it, I think that they need to do some sort of offsetting experience thing. If they, if they, if they don't want to either reduce the cost of the events or increase the polls of them or whatever, they, they, they got to wrap it up in something different uh, and present it in a different way because th- this could not have been more, more problematic. So I, I, I think an experience, that, that, that's not a very uh, concise or, or uh, clear answer. Uh, but the word that I want to put out into the universe for everyone uh, in the Marvel Snap world to think about is experience and do something cool uh, with Nexus events, not just uh, push a button and get something by chance. Loot boxes suck. No one likes them. I mean, this is, I, I'm not a business person. I'm not a legal professional, but I do know that certain countries have restrictions on loot boxes like this because they classify them as gambling. And I'd be very, very, very concerned about the way that this system is currently set up and it's being able to be released in certain jurisdictions because straight up right now, you do a Nexus event and you're just going to the slot machine. And that's really unfortunate.
0: Yeah, and I just want to echo what you say, the word experience. I mean, I think the reason this game has grown so fast with popularity and so many people wanting to test it and play it, et cetera, et cetera, right, has been the gameplay experience is great right we love incredible it's one of the love playing the game i mean so you know i was i was feeling pretty depressed wednesday but like i found myself playing a little bit less than i normally would but i still played some games yesterday you know thursday and friday or i don't even know what day of the week we're on the two days since the since the patch dropped right um because i still enjoy playing the matches right i still love trying new decks i still love theory crafting i still love playing the game the experience of the core gameplay is great. They need to build, like you're saying, more experiences on that. Um, and yes, maybe th- those experiences involve using in-game currencies or some people can put extra money into them, but they need to have a great experience because uh, that's their core strength is, is experience with the, with the core gameplay. So they need to evolve that and build upon that because I think it's their greatest asset. I think uh, maybe they're thinking their greatest asset is this feeling of unlocking cards which I, I think there is some fun to that, right? With the collection level, obviously we're still seeing some rework there, but like I do like kind of like, uh, cl- you know, collecting new cards and building my collection. I mean, there is some fun to that, but I think their core strength with me, which maybe they're not realizing is, is the gameplay. And that's what they need to build on. I think for the long-term yeah. success of this game.
1: Yeah, and the difficulty of hyping up the collecting experience of opening up a new card is that there just aren't that many cards. And like like I said earlier, you can hit the end of the sidewalk eventually. And then what do you do at that point? Do you just quit the game? Like, if, if you're hyped up enough to sit here and try and spend all this money to collect every single card, what happens when you got them all? Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you still itching to get new ones? Or are you at that point, is your goal and focus change? I, I, I don't know. So, well,
0: uh, in, yeah. in the current state, right, it'd be you spend uh, $900 every month to unlock two new cards, right? So.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's like three people so, on the planet. That, that's something that they re, They are doing pretty good job about limiting the speed of advancement because there are other mobile games out there that have huge problems with Whale Wars and where it's just... 100 pay to win and you know like i don't know if this clash of clans or one of those where you're like someone can spend fifty thousand dollars and just dominate everyone like that, that that's not what they want in this game um and i think that they're doing a good job of preventing it from like a competitive balance standpoint this is something we didn't really get into and i don't think we have time to right now um but i, I think that it's good that they've put all of the meta defining cards in like pool one and pool two for the most part. I know like ghost rider and stuff is in pool three, but like Nakia Okoye and Nova Carnage, those were things that people could get very early and they are very, 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 very powerful. So I think from a competitive balance standpoint, this idea of the, the collection growing later on, you're just getting new and unique cards. I don't think that you're paying to win. So I do commend them for that, but I want them to think, I'm sure they are thinking long, long and hard and we all are about what the actual experience that we're having and what is and is not fun and as we know nexus events are not fun that wasn't a big coherent sentence but uh those are my thoughts I'm trying to squeeze out as quick as possible
0: <laughs> no i i totally get you and um you know uh i mean i do want to touch on the topic like you say I mean, we don't have a ton of time left but um uh people may disagree with me and that's okay um i know there's a lot of concern of well you know i i can't get the you know, people say it like this kind of superlative of I can't get the two good cards in pool three that like everybody's using. That's like, uh, you know, I can't win unless I have those cards. And I don't, I don't feel that way. Uh, I look at most of my decks I'm playing with or I've made, and most of them are out of my 12 cards in my deck will be uh, nine, 10, or sometimes even 11 of them are pool one and pool two cards. Mm-hmm. And then I have one or two pool three cards I've slotted in, right? Right. Uh, that kind of make the combo. And so I feel like I'm able to kind of create a base the majority of my deck out of cards that everybody can get relatively quickly and then based on what i've what i've pulled out of pool three uh i can then kind of work around that right Mm -hmm. um so for example i have like a cerebro deck not everybody has cerebro right but 11 of my cards are pool one and pool two cards and then cerebro is my pool three card right so i i pulled cerebro so i can make a cerebro deck Mm -hmm. Uh, i pulled you know dr doom and so i've made a dr doom deck right? right but like every other card in there is like a pool one and pool two card right mm-hmm. so and then also um,
1: those, those decks i assume aren't like 100 percent win rate right like you're not gonna oh no uh, no it i mean they're not really an infinite
0: yeah uh but you know i i i keep playing them because they have at least you know at least it feels like to me a 50 or, or higher right for sure uh, but, but they're closer to probably the 60 percent you know 60 65 mm-hmm. percent win rate um and when I when I feel like one's not doing good, I switch to another one or I build another one, right? For sure. Um, and so I I think I know there's been that complaint that concern. I think like we've been talking about. I think that's less of the concern for me. The concern is I want to play the game. I want to have experience. I don't want to feel like I have to spend astronomical amounts of money to unlock cards that I would like to get. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'd like to get Jane Foster, the Mighty Thor. I'd like to have her. I'd like yeah, to try her sure out. But I'm. Don't want to pay a hundred dollars to get her, right
1: yeah i mean i'm sure that they are thinking about all sorts of different ways of card acquisition but i mean some sort of crafting system would be so much better than this but i I don't want to get into that that detail uh, right now
0: yeah yeah and i know there are a lot of people out there that agree with you so you know time will tell i mean if they keep up the two week i mean they may keep up this two week patch cadence now that they've kind of done it you know Mm -hmm. uh so we'll see we'll we'll see where we're at in two weeks uh I'm interested. Uh, I'm interested to see if we get more um, thoughts shared from the developers between now and then. I know that, uh, and, I, and I think with good reason, you never want to say something just offhand in Discord or on Twitter of saying, hey, we're doing this, or we're going to do you know this oh, without right. having their full plan in place, yeah. right? So I, I do think they're right in doing that. I know that's frustrating some people because they're like, hey, don't you see all this negative feedback about Nexus events? Why haven't you like released some big statement? It's like, well, we're a corporation. Yeah, they see the they see the dumpster fire but they need to get their ducks in a row. They need to come up with a plan, right? They can't yeah, say they,
1: it's yeah. not one person. They, 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 there's a large group that's got to have meetings and they got to talk about it and their strategy and you know they, they they have a long-term plan here. Also like it wasn't like they just planned Nexus events last week and just dropped them and then they're like, "Oh no, this is a disaster." They've been playing this for years, right? Yeah. And they they just didn't know how the reaction was going to be and I'm sure they're having a terrible couple of days. So yep. they're not having fun right now and they're sitting strategizing and thinking and I, I i you know these guys these people are all very experienced and they know what's going on and they don't want to wreck the game so I, I i hope that they're they're going to save it because this i love this game i really 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 do i think it's got legs but this is this is the big miss thus far for them
0: yep i think we're both on the same page we want the game to succeed so our hope is you know i think we're we are feeling a little down this week but we have hope for the future we'll, yes. we'll obviously stay tuned here to uh, how things how things change going forward. Well, Absolutely. that's all the time we have for today, uh, Chalker. Just before we go, I know you you spoke to it a little bit at the beginning, but I'd love just uh, to give you another opportunity. Tell the listeners where they can follow you, where they can consume the content you're putting out, and how they can yeah. best support you.
1: Yeah, sure. So my handle's is Chalker Seven, just uh, Chalk E R and the number seven, um, and it's the same Twitter youtube twitch i've been uploading a little bit I, i'll be back uh in about two weeks I, i've got a little bit of a schedule but my uh, i'm a full-time dad I, I watch my my two-year-old uh uh seven days a week i've been with her 80 percent of her waking life and uh, she's going to preschool in two weeks so i'm gonna have a lot more time very very soon and i'll, I'll be streaming on twitch and posting things on youtube uh, so check that out um if you got some time
0: awesome well thank you again for being here listeners i appreciate you listening i know this is a big topic love to hear your thoughts make sure to follow us on twitter at can't underscore stop underscore snap uh one person did make a comment to me in the discord they said hey is your episode about nexus events going to be an hour of you just screaming hopefully it doesn't feel like that's <laughs> been the case uh but obviously we've tried to sh- share our kind of our strong opinions about some of these things so would love to hear your thoughts as always reach out to me on twitter reach out to me on discord uh, and i would love to hear your thoughts about this topic uh yep. thanks for listening And, uh, we will, uh, talk to you in the next episode.
1: Bye.
0: Can't stop snapping is a podcast written, produced, recorded, and hosted by Michael Thurman. Thanks for listening.